Hello, welcome back to the Broken Table Wrestling Podcast. My name is Steven, joined by my partner, Alec. Uh, today, we will be reviewing the March 3rd episode of Friday Night SmackDown. Um, in this episode, we were joined with the likes of Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns, uh, Bobby Lashley, and of course, Sami Zayn. Uh, to start off, uh, we had an opening promo between Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. Uh, it started out with just Roman Reigns with the bloodline. Uh, Cody Rhodes did not let Roman Reigns say a word, actually, um, until his music hit. Um, he and Roman Reigns had a great war of words. Uh, Roman brought up that Cody has never competed in a main event of WrestleMania, nor for a WWE title. Um, he then brought his dad into it, something that we have seen very often in feuds with Cody Rhodes. Um, he talked about that he was always the golden child Roman Reigns was, uh, that he said Roman Reigns had it all. Roman Reigns could be the main event, but about Cody Rhodes, he said nothing. Uh, Roman then went to go shake Cody's hand, to which Cody did not uh, shake his hand. He ended up going on the mic, becoming very emotional, saying that it, it now becomes a necessity to beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Uh, it did, of course, end with a handshake and a sign of respect. Um, so, yeah, what were your thoughts on this opening promo here? Yeah, if you weren't excited for the <clears throat> Cody Rhodes versus Roman match at WrestleMania before, then you probably are now. This promo was was perfect. It, it, it was great. Roman is so good with his mannerisms, with with his words. He's so good at playing that heel character. And obviously, Cody is is nothing short of perfect of being a face character. And I, I think it's just so great that we finally got them face to face. Because I know maybe a podcast or two ago, we were saying like now now it's time it's time for them to be face-to-face -face and start to build this up instead of, you know, he said, she said on, on, on two different shows, you know? So, uh, Dr's promo was great. I, I thought the line where he did an impression of Dusty Rhodes was just a good touch to it. I, I thought everything was great involving Dusty Rhodes. It was perfect because then that fueled, um, that fueled Cody Rhodes' sort of frustration and anger to then make this a necessity, like you said. So he has to walk out of WrestleMania with the titles in his eyes to fulfill what his father never could and to show Roman Reigns that he will be the uh, the prodigal son, in quotation. Yeah, and I think it was so good to have uh, no physicality. So, again, having Solo and Jimmy and even Paul Heyman leave at the beginning uh, to kind of make it look like there's no bad blood, I guess. Like, they didn't need to fight. There was no need for them to, like, throw a sucker punch or something. Like, I thought this was really good that they had the words and, you know, and they're on a handshake. Like we didn't need the physicality in this promo. For sure. Um, following that, we had a match between Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. Uh, if you remember last week, Liv Morgan asked for this match. Uh, this was a pretty solid match. Uh, went on for about eight, nine minutes. Um, it ended with a riptide. And then instead of a pin, Rhea showed us an inverted cloverleaf, able to submit Liv, maybe a shot towards Charlotte's. And there's more than one way that she could beat her. Um, what were your thoughts on this match? Yeah, I thought I thought it was a very fun match. Um, you know, this just furthers Rhea Ripley's ticket to WrestleMania. Liv Morgan's a great talent. She's she's one of ours, a New Jersey person. So um, <clears throat> I always like seeing her wrestle week after week. I, I love her aura about her. Uh, Rhea Ripley obviously is is amazing. She's been nothing short of amazing for the past you know six six to nine months. I love her wrestling. I, I think she probably will beat Charlotte at WrestleMania, but we'll talk about that, you know, another time. But match was great. 
just shows how over the WWE universe and, and the creative is on Rhea. Uh, despite her being the heel character, she 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 gets heat like a heel, but she also gets the love like she's a face. So it, it, it all works out. Yeah, I think you kind of touched on it really well. Like she gets that hate of a heel, but she also gets the love for the face. And it's kind of it's kind of this awesome thing that they're doing. Um, the match was was pretty solid. Again, Liv Morgan, like you said, is a really great talent. And there were times at the match where she had the complete upper hand of Rhea Ripley. Um, but of course it did end with a rear win, which I think was good. Uh, you have to keep building her up towards her match with Charlotte uh, at WrestleMania. Uh, then we had another member of the Judgment Day. This was Dominic Mysterio. Uh, he fought with Santos Escobar. So again, if you remember the story that has been going on with Santos Escobar has uh, respected Rey Mysterio for all he has done as a luchador. Um, even giving Santos Escobar one of his masks and dedicating it to him. Um, at the beginning of this match, Escobar brought the mask out, put it on the ring post and had it stand there. Um, throughout the match, uh, Escobar asked Dominic to respect his father, uh, Dominic responded by spitting on the mask. Um, while Dom was looking for brass knuckles, uh, Rhea Ripley dragged Escobar to the outside at an incredible, incredible, Feet of strength, uh, hit a riptide to Santos Escobar. Uh, Dom then frog splash onto Santos Escobar, and the match was over with a Dominic Mysterio win. Uh, they ended up ripping the mask apart that Ray gave to Santos. Uh, Ray came out, Dom dared him to hit him, and we still have not gotten that Ray Mysterio snap. He did not hit him, but Dom did give him a forearm to the back of the head as Ray then sat with his ripped apart mask on the ground. Um, in a pretty exciting match, again, Escobar's a good talent, uh, and it was nice to see Dom Mysterio win, uh, again, because I feel like you have to start building him up, because I've, we're definitely getting to Ray and Dom at WrestleMania eventually. Uh, what were your thoughts on not only the match, but also this whole thing with Santos Escobar and respect of Ray Mysterio's legacy? Yeah, I, I like this angle. Uh, I, 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 like, I would say I like Santos Escobar better as, as you know, he's sort of playing a face character now. Uh, I liked him either way, but I think he's he's a much better face, even though he's a fine heel. But um, I love Santos Escobar. I love the whole Luchador storyline where he respects Ray because how could, despite being a heel at the time, how could you not respect Ray Mysterio, right? Uh, I think Santos Escobar is a hell of a wrestler. I, I think he really knows his way around the ring. Uh, in terms of the match, it was it was a good match, solid match. I liked how the the Ray Mysterio's mask was sitting on one of the posts at at uh, the corner of the ring. The whole match, I, I like that whole angle. What, what, it's like treating the mask as, you know, it's diamonds or gold, like some high precious value, which it, which it is. Um, I, I've said this before. I think Dom still needs work in the ring. I mean, that's obvious. Um, he, he still needs to get to that level because, you know, he, he's working with talent like Santos Escobar. You know, he's going to be working with Rey Mysterio soon. And these guys have solidified themselves. And I think he just needs a little more work to solidify himself as well. But it was, a, it was a fun match. It was a good match. Um, I liked how it ended. I liked uh, Dominic gripping the mask. That's just another instance of him, you know, performing these acts and, and, and saying phrases that make him a very, very strong heel and make him have that really good crowd heel heat. So I think Dominic does a really, really good job at being a heel. I, I feel like it makes up for his um somewhat lackluster ring work but again you know i'm just nitpicking at this point 
Yeah, I think we've kind of seen over the shows, we've kind of seen the development of Dominic as a not only a wrestler, but also as a heel character himself. He's become really good at it. And uh, it's really exciting to watch him every week. Um, and it's funny. So I think that's also a good angle to it because um, you want it's a tough storyline, like father versus son. It's a tough storyline for anybody to kind of watch. But I think you make it funny uh, and it, it's a little bit easier. Like you kind of don't see as much bad blood as they're trying to portray. Um. Next, we had Drew McIntyre come out. Uh, he called out Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship, which led to Sheamus coming out and saying that that was Sheamus's match. At this point, I thought that we were going to see Gunther come out, and Gunther said, I'll fight both of you, and that would be the WrestleMania match. Instead, we saw LA Knight and then Kofi and then Karrion Cross all come out, um, leading, to a, leading to five men plus Xavier Woods. In the ring, um, it L.A. Knight took Kofi out, uh, and then Xavier Woods took L.A. Knight out, and it was just a big bomb of everything until Karrion Cross ended up being the last one in the ring, pointing to his watch, saying that time is ticking. Uh, this led to an official announcement that there would be a fatal five-way match this tonight on SmackDown uh, with the winner getting a match towards... Gunther at WrestleMania for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, so I want to get your thoughts on that match and who you think walks out as the winner. Yes, yeah, so just a couple of things. I just had I had a few thoughts in it. I was thinking this during um my uh my watch of the show. I, I didn't really like how how quick Sheamus was to turn on Drew because you know, just a week ago there were there were the banger bros, right? And, and they were best friends. I I feel like if you're gonna have them become foes again, at least you know, progress it a little bit and not just have it, you know, all right, Seamus and McIntyre aren't friends anymore. Or, you, you know, I don't really know how that's going. I was just a little shocked to see it happen that quickly. But um, I like the names in this in this match. I, I really do. If I had to pick one guy, obviously, it's hard to pick because, you know, you have LA Knight who's, who's on a roll. You have Karrion Cross. who I read some news that Triple H is going to try and give him one last one last big push. Um, because I guess he's not really resonating with the crowd. In my opinion, I love Karen Cross, so it's not an issue for me. But um, I, I think for me personally, I want McIntyre to win, and I want McIntyre to uh, ultimately win the title. But um, because Triple H is working on giving Karen Cross that one last push, I wouldn't be surprised if he wins. Uh, obviously, a Sheamus Gunther three would be a great match, but at, at that point, it's just getting repetitive. So, personal choice, McIntyre. Uh, logical choice, probably carrying cross. But the only issue, which I want to get your thoughts on this after you tell me who you want to win. Um, if you have one of them win, that means you're going to have a WrestleMania without Sheamus or McIntyre or possibly both. So what are your thoughts on, on, the, on those, those things? Um, well, I think that's interesting. It's an interesting way you say that because Sheamus and Drew McIntyre have had such a big role in the WWE this entire year. Um, again, like you said, we've seen Sheamus and Gunther twice to unreal matches, and then we've seen McIntyre work well in the tag team division. So I think it's very kind of – you're right. You have to kind of have both of them. It's kind of tough not to. So um, how I think this will go, uh, if I had to pick, I'd want Sheamus to win. Um, I've always liked Sheamus. I think he'd be the best match for him. 
But if I had to pick this way, I see something happening, something going off course that either costs McIntyre or costs Sheamus the win in favor of Drew or Sheamus. And basically what I'm saying is I think at WrestleMania is going to be Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre. So I think we're going to see that somehow, some way. I'm not sure how we're going to get there, but I'm going to go into this match tonight. I'm going to watch. I'm going to, whoever wins, yeah, they're going to have that WrestleMania match. But I'm going to assume that whoever wins, either Drew McIntyre or Sheamus, and then up until WrestleMania, the other one will get added into that match somehow, some way. Yeah, I, I really like that uh, idea. I think that'd be a really good match because you're still getting, you know, the quality match of Sheamus versus Gunther, but you're also getting another big um, big wrestler like Drew McIntyre who could really wrestle, who could really put on a show. So I, I'd like that idea. So before we move on to our next uh, topic, I just want to ask you, whoever wins and whatever match ends up getting booked at the end of the day, especially considering it's possibly it's a triple threat match, which gives a disadvantage to Gunther, do you think Gunther walks out of WrestleMania the Intercontinental Champion? No. I think that he loses at WrestleMania regardless, um, which, again, is not going to be bad for his character. He's held the title, but I think Gunther can do bigger, better things. Um, So I think, you know, we'll still see him a lot, and he'll still have meaningful matches, and Gunther can put on a 30-minute match if he wanted to. So I'm excited to see the next feud after the title. But I think uh, having Matt McIntyre or Sheamus pick up the title, and then maybe they fight for a little while, like that could just be really fun, and Gunther could worry about somebody else like maybe a carrying cross and we just see a big feud like that. Um, so I think that'll be super fun, but no, I don't think Gunther holds on to the title past WrestleMania. Yeah. And I think if they do book Gunther to lose at WrestleMania, I think the smartest decision would considering that the belts are going to be um, still fused, the world titles, whoever walks out of WrestleMania, the undisputed champion, you have Gunther face them at SummerSlam possibly or a big pay-per-view. And you have him win one of the belts, and that's how you, uh, that's how you progress Gunther, you know, to be a world champion. Because I know the WWE creative is super hot on Gunther, and I feel like he's at this point where, yeah, he could continue to his historic um, Intercontinental Champion run, but have him lose in a triple threat match, right? He he won't get too much slack for that, and then have him challenge for a world title in months to come, especially at a big event such as SummerSlam, which is arguably the second or third biggest event of the year. Yeah. Absolutely, for sure. I love that idea of having him fight for the world title. So we're going to see what he has in store. But yeah, I definitely see either McIntyre or Sheamus winning this fatal five-way match tonight. Next, we had a pretty boring match. Nobody really cares. Uh, Tegan Knox versus Shayna Baszler. Uh, there was an attack backstage where Rousey, and it was actually supposed to be a tag team match. Uh, Rousey injured her arm uh, backstage, so she was unable to compete. So it was Tegan Knox versus Shayna Baszler. Um, it ended rather quickly, maybe a minute, maybe a minute and a half. A uh, quick arm bar to Tegan Knox. Really not much to say about this. Obviously, Shayna Baszler had to win. We're definitely, well, now we're not. We were thinking we were going to see them for the titles at WrestleMania, but now we're not. So now it's kind of weird. What do you do with Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey? Because now you're not having them fight for the titles at WrestleMania. Yeah, that was my whole issue with having... Becky and Lita win, win the tag championships is you have Ronda and Baszler. And if you book them the right way and, and you present them as, as you're supposed to, that's a killer tag team. You know, they can win the titles. They could bring 
some sort of prestige to those tag titles that was not brought before by damage control. No offense to them, but now it's just, it's just hard to watch at this point. You know, the women's division on raw is 20 times better than the women's division on SmackDown. And I just think it's a problem of dispersing your talent. You know, I think when two things must happen to, to rebuild the WWE um, or the, the SmackDown women's division, you either have the WWE draft and you equally disperse talent or you pull people from the women on NXT that are probably two to three times better than active SmackDown talent. So something has to happen with SmackDown. I have no idea where Ronda and Bates are going. I think Ronda has an in real life injury, which is why they did that angle. I I understand why they did that angle because she's hurt, but I can't ever picture a world where Tegan Knox, no offense to her at all, but Tegan Knox injures Ronda Rousey, who's a former UFC combat champion, right? And a former SmackDown Women's Champion, former, you know, she's a former multiple-time champion, whether it's in WWE or the UFC. And you have Tegan Knox injuring her arm. I, I just don't see where that happens. I was very shocked to see that. So I couldn't even tell you where they go from here. It's probably just going to be more weeks of, of nonsense, you know. But uh, this, again, this was the whole problem with having the tag title switch. Are, are they going to switch them again after Mania? Who knows? Probably because Lita, I can't see Lita being here for more than three to four months. So that that's my whole issue. Yeah, no, I definitely agree because we've kind of talked about that. We've always kind of saw Ronda and Baszler be the ones that are going to fight for the titles. No matter who's the damage control, Becky Lynch later, like it was always going to be them too. And now you have the tag team titles not even being defended at WrestleMania. So it's just another thing where you're just like losing. You have the chance to prestige your titles and you're not even fighting for them in WrestleMania. Like how do you have WrestleMania and not fight for every single title on the board? So I think it's so weird that now you're not going to see them because it just loses value. It's just more value than it's already losing. So I think uh, you either have to do what you said. You have to infuse your talent, uh, either even from NXT and have a whole new revamp, or you just get rid of the tag team titles for the women, which would suck, but they're not being pushed. Nobody really enjoys watching it. Like, And you're right, Lita's got, what, another match in her? And Trish is going to be here for one match. So it's just like, What's the what's the point? So they're, they're gonna what drop? The, I don't know, but I guess we'll see. Um, it's, it's just really unfortunate that these titles are gonna get be switched again after WrestleMania, um, and and I think I think these titles they they have potential. It's just like I said in other podcasts, you know, when Bailey and Sasha held those titles, I felt like they meant something. Now it's just they're just dust collectors at this point. So I feel like it's all about booking and and how you disperse your talent. That that's really comes down to that. So yeah. Yeah, definitely something to think about as we keep going towards WrestleMania. Um, following this match, Bobby Lashley came out in street clothes. Uh, Bobby Lashley, a Raw character, kind of shocking to see him on SmackDown, but Bray Wyatt is a SmackDown character, so it makes sense. Um, Lashley enters saying that he isn't running from anybody, uh, regardless, Bray Wyatt, Uncle Howdy, doesn't matter the games. Uh, he's here for a fight. Um, we see the creepy music and Jumbotron of Uncle Howdy. Uh, he does not come out the traditional way. He comes from behind uh, and attacks Lashley. Uh, when then Lashley hits him with a sort of choke slam type of thing, I guess, um, until he sets up for a spear. Uh, the lights go black. Howdy is gone. Lashley's confused. Uh, so we're definitely going to go towards Bray Wyatt versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, did you like the angle of Uncle Howdy being the one to attack Bobby Lashley right now? And my second question is, is Uncle Howdy Bo Dallas? I was actually going to ask you that, but um, yeah, for your for your first question, 
I don't mind it. You know, people give Bray Wyatt a lot of, a lot of shit. And I understand that they're not happy with the pitch black match. I mean, I saw that match in person. It, it was fun to see. I think that match, if it was booked correctly, it would have made that feud per almost perfect. But um, to talk about the present day, I think that it was a good angle. I, I like the whole Uncle Howdy character. It brings something, brings some variety to Bray, Bray Wyatt. Um, you know, I, I like how the typical Bray Wyatt-esque fashion, how uh, Uncle Howdy, the lights went out and he disappeared. I, I, I like that whole, that whole little, um, you know, mystic aspect to it. In terms of the identity of both, uh, uh, identity of Uncle Howdy, it's definitely Bo, Bo Dallas. I can't see it being anyone else. Like, and if it is someone else, it's got to be someone that looks like Bo Dallas at least, because from what we could see of Uncle Howdy's face, it it surely looks like Bo. And even when, when he moves around, you know, if you ever watch Bo Dallas in NXT, I get Bo Dallas vibes. So hopefully WrestleMania will be the time that we identify Uncle Howdy and and see who that is and see if, if the Wyatt Six, you know, that that talk, talked about group that's been looming since Extreme Rules, if that will form. Um, but a question I have for you is, well, I know we're going to have a WrestleMania review episode, but real quick, who do you think wins this match? And if if Bray Wyatt wins, do you think that'll just bury, bury Bobby Lashley like it almost did to LA Knight? No, I think Bobby Lashley is so different in comparison to LA Knight. So I think that Bobby Lashley, if he loses, um, which I think he will lose, um, I don't think that buries him. I think Bobby Lashley's had a great year. We've seen him fight Brock Lesnar three times. We've seen we I mean Bobby Lashley's had a great year. So I don't think Bobby Lashley's in je if he loses, he this is a loss he can afford to have for Bray Wyatt's characters. And I think Bray Wyatt needs a big win because right now, like you said, People aren't so high on Bray Wyatt right now. They think the LA Knight stuff was because of LA Knight. So I think that you have to have Bray Wyatt win this match. And I think you have to um, keep building him. I don't think that'll bury Bobby Lashley. I'm sure we'll see Bobby Lashley the Raw after SmackDown. And I'm sure we'll see them fight again. And I just think it's the start of something. Um, so yeah, I'm not worried about Bobby Lashley being buried. I'm very confident that if Bray Wyatt wins, it's booked correctly. And Bobby Lashley will still be the biggest thing in Monday Night Raw. Um, after WrestleMania. Uh, our final match of the night was Sami Zayn against Solo Sokoa. Uh, in a back and forth kind of match, uh, we got to the point where Solo was lined up for a Huluva kick. Uh, Jimmy pulled him out of the way, uh, which led to a Samoan spike from Solo Sokoa, which in a shocking way had Sami Zayn lose. Um, there was a brawl to the match, Jimmy and Sami, Jimmy and Solo, uh, piled on to Sami Zayn. Um, eventually, they set up a chair on Sami's neck, which they took a little too much time to do. And then Sami Zayn took them both out with chairs before he escaped from the ring. Uh, so he reigned supreme over Sokoa and Jimmy, despite losing the match. And earlier in the episode, we learned that Jimmy has seven days to find his brother and get him back, back into the bloodline, or Jimmy is going to be to blame uh, for whatever happens. Um, so I guess help me depict this kind of whole thing again, not really the match aspect, but kind of what, what's next, uh, after this. So I think obviously we talk about it week after week, this is going to lead to a eventual Kevin Owens, Sammy versus the Usos feud. Um, th this match was a very, this could have been a very risky match. 
if it was booked the wrong way. Um, because you have to have certain aspects of this match, right? It's like it's like a formula. So in a match like Sammy versus um solo, you need a couple things. So you need solo cannot lose. He has to stay undefeated because rumor has it he's gonna be the one to to beat Roman after you know Cody Rhodes. I assume Cody Rhodes is gonna beat him. Like they're gonna do a a singles feud with Roman and Solo. Um so Solo cannot lose. He has to stay undefeated, in my opinion. And, and I think that's good for him and his character. Two, Sami Zayn, despite losing the match, has to come out on top in some sort of way. And we've seen, seen this before. Because you cannot bury Sami. Um, at least not yet, right? You cannot bury Sami yet. Because he has all this love and support for him. So so they didn't do that, which was good. And, and three, the match has to be a dirty win. So... Jay Uso obviously got, or Jimmy Uso obviously got involved in this match and uh, helped Solo get the win. But the, those three things are what you need to book this match where there's no risk. Like you, you don't have any, you know, hate, hatred towards one aspect of the match. And, and it was booked perfectly. Um, Sammy came out on top. Like we said, I, I obviously think this is going to lead to a Sammy versus, if it's not going to be Sammy and KO, it's going to be Sammy versus one of the bloodline. It's going to be Sammy and. And if KO goes with him, then Sammy and KO versus the bloodline. It's going to have to be like that. And we'll talk about that more in our WrestleMania preview if, if that match ends up getting booked. But I definitely think that's where we're going. And that's going to be, you know, one of the bigger cracks in the bloodline that we'll end up seeing. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, you kind of pointed it out that you're definitely going to see Sammy Zayn at WrestleMania. You have to. And it's going to be against an Uso, maybe both Usos, if Kevin Owens decides to join him. We will definitely find out as we progress. Uh, I guess my final kind of thought, final tidbit to you is, do you think Kevin Owens joined Sami Zayn to fight WrestleMania? It's a good question. You know, he's, he's still not budging. Considering we have a little less than a month and you probably have how many how many more SmackDowns and Raw's? We, we, have, we have a good amount. So... I would say maybe six, uh, three of each, so six total about. And and considering they both work um, SmackDown and Raw sometimes, you have a lot of time. So I would say yes. I don't know how they're going to do it, you know, because Sammy owes Kevin a lot. Like he owes Kevin the moon. So I, I don't know what they're going to do. I, I have full faith in them that they will book that correctly. Because like I said before, if you were to, if you were to have Sammy – and KO, you know, hug and, 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 you know, form a, a little tag team after Elimination Chamber, that would have been the bad decision because it wouldn't make logical sense. KO has no reason to forgive Sammy, has no reason to be with him. They, they both have the same motive in beating the bloodline, but he does not want to do it with Sammy. Um, but yeah, I, I think they will get together and they will, uh, they will tag for the tag belts. I just don't know how they're going to do it. I couldn't tell you how they're going to book it, but I'm sure it will be a the, the right booking decision. Um, but I guess a final question I have for you as well is, this is this is something I've heard of, but um, obviously we're going towards the Usos and KO and Sammy. That, that's been the word on the street for a couple months now. Do you think this match, not should, but do you think it will main event night one? And um, if you do, do you think that hurts 
Charlotte Flair versus Rhea, considering Rhea earned a main event at WrestleMania? No. Uh, I don't think that hurts Rhea Ripley at all. Um, I think regardless of main event, you're fighting for a title. Um, and I think you have to have Sammy because Sammy Zayn's been popular before the Royal Rumble. So I think you have to have Sammy Zayn main event WrestleMania night one. Absolutely. Again, if it's for the tag team belts, if they don't book it for the tag team belts, then yeah, Rhea Ripley should be the main event. If she's not, then yes, that's a little shot towards Rhea Ripley. But again, which would be fine. So yeah, I do think that we will see KO and Sami Zayn team up one and two. I think that will definitely be our main event night one of WrestleMania. Again, we will talk about that more as our WrestleMania previews uh, come out and the card becomes more and more full. And just one last thing um, before we end. Don't you think that if they were to main event night one, that would bring ultimate prestige to those tag titles uh, like we've been trying to get for the past you know, couple of years when, when Vince was booking them to be you know, dusty replicas? You know, I, I, I think that this match could really elevate the titles and putting on a main event stage of the biggest event of the year would make those titles feel more prestigious. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You put those on a main event of a WrestleMania in Hollywood, night one you're absolutely you prestige those titles again and even if they're both of them again we're going to hopefully split them up eventually but now if you split after they're in the main event together you split them up now they're both two prestige titles so i think absolutely if you have it main event it just brings a total prestige to the tag team titles which i'm super excited about um that will do it for this is episode six wow i can't believe we've done six episodes of this um but this will end episode six. Uh, make sure to watch SmackDown tonight. Uh, go to our Twitter at Table Wrestling. Uh, we, we will hopefully be putting out some reactions to it. Comment, like, we'll answer your questions throughout the show if you want. Absolutely anything. Um, so that will, we are going to head out. Uh, we will be back for the Raw review. Uh, that'll come out the Monday before uh, next Monday. Um, so yeah, uh, no final thoughts. Um, everybody have a good rest of your day. Uh, make sure to download the podcast, like the, uh, follow the podcast, download it, uh, follow us on Twitter at table wrestling, uh, on Instagram at broken table Insta. I'm kind of rambling. Uh, have a good one, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh